fellow disasters. And welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch. I'm Nomi. And I'm Wombat. And today we're going to be talking about mental health. But more specifically, people who like to think they're therapists yeah on uh, certain social media platforms yeah tiktok (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean they always make their way on instagram so i see a lot of them as well yeah yeah i mean uh, yeah they're all integrated they they're yeah they're across everything um but predominantly it's it's tiktok is the main vehicle for all of this content Mm. (laughs) um but before we get into it because we are touching on mental health and we will be talking about quite sensitive topics such as suicide self-harm um and also mentioning particular mental health conditions but yeah we just wanted to throw in a quick content warning before we get started okay you're not on TikTok, are you? Mm-mm. Um, so I'm on TikTok. I'm. I would say I'm just like a casual scroller. Um, That's me with any social, even Instagram. I like upload once in a blue moon. But yeah, I'm constantly on Insta purely yeah. for the memes. And like, yeah, I would say I my personal TikTok is literally just to like scroll and find funny shit. Yeah, and then send it to my mates. Um, <laughs> And quite a lot of, actually, very recently, a lot of my um, my content has has let's say leaned towards a particular type of uh, content. Okay. Um, I've been getting a lot of, and this is just you know like conspiracy. Ooh, they're listening to us. I mean, they definitely are. <laughs> um, but a lot of my content is around like mental health, BPD, ADHD. Mm depression and i'm like what? it's so funny i actually get a lot of adhd content oh is it yeah like <laughs> i think i get it because of you <laughs> yeah yeah because we have these conversations yeah and then also like yeah the algorithm is like hey i got you my guy it's like i watch something for one second longer than usual and they're like oh she needs more of it yeah let's send it her way um but it's it's funny because like i yeah, it's it's something that I've noticed and I've seen other uh, people online talking about it, um, doing reaction videos. There's been loads of like actual licensed therapists reacting to Ooh. these videos, um, basically sharing why it's really irresponsible. So it's like, like at the end of the day, right, it's mental health. It's a very sensitive topic. It's um something that in my personal view and I think you would agree here I genuinely feel like you should seek professional help if If it's affecting your day-to-day like personal life uh, relationships you have with people or maybe your work life yeah then I think if what you've been doing hasn't been helping you thus far Mm. you should definitely get an outsider perspective to potentially help you with that yeah and I know some people might be like oh well I don't need the help or you know I know that 
you have to be ready to get therapy because yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very much in the boat. I would like to get therapy, but I know I'm not ready for it. Yeah, yeah. And in all honesty, I do think I'm handling it. I've been managing it by myself for a while mm. and I think I've been doing okay. Yeah. Um, It's not really been affecting my life that severely. Mm. Obviously, I go through waves of it. Yeah, yeah. But... I've been managing okay. If it yeah. if it did start going downhill, I definitely would seek would seek help. Yeah. Um, but at this moment in time, I'm doing all right. You should try or like try and find avenues. Yeah, because I think one of the main barriers to people seeking help, like professional advice and help, is money finances because therapy I'm not gonna lie therapy is expensive especially if you're doing it privately Mm. so I I have recently well actually since the beginning of the year I've been Mm. going to therapy uh well virtually so not going anywhere um (laughs) (laughs) but uh I use uh the better help app and it's for me so far it's been really helpful um and also really validating because it made me it helped me like I guess understand my behaviors a lot more yeah I mean to be fair when you started having like mental health issues you really didn't know where it came from because you always used to say oh I was completely fine at school I'm the neurotypical friend yeah yeah you know so like where did it come from yeah like why do I feel this way all of a sudden it it did kind of blindside you in that way oh 100% and you know like I was working at the time and it was just really really difficult because I couldn't function you know I was having constant panic attacks and like you know definitely out of the ordinary yeah yeah and I don't think like even my family and probably like my friends as well didn't understand it because they they've obviously have known me for so long and for them it's also like where 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 did this come from Mm. like what happened what could have caused this is it your work is it are you going through something difficult and I was like no like nothing as far as I know like work has been fine I just felt shit (laughs) and I felt like my life was just I don't know like everything was just falling apart everything was falling apart everything just felt like I I just felt so detached from everything Mm. and I think that was I was struggling I didn't understand it and like I, I I think again you know coming into the finances side of things like we're incredibly lucky to have the NHS in the UK yeah, I do think there are avenues around, you know, you don't have to go to private therapists or, yeah, you know, those kind of companies. You can, you can go on waiting lists, which is the downside, but there are waiting lists. There you, are waiting lists. You and know, talking therapies, yeah. like, stuff like that. There are, they are available. They're available. They're there. And also, you know, if you're not in the UK... Um, there's just been like really great organizations popping up to help um, like especially marginalized communities to, mm. to access the help that they need. So like um, I know there's a few organizations and we can list them in the um, description to this episode, but there's been like really great organizations trying to put um, black people people who are suffering from mental illness um in contact with the right people mm. or like you know free services that they oh, could yeah. use yeah so- my mate um 
she she's Nigerian and she want like she needed help because she'd been living at home she'd been yeah. like basically just everyone been struggling yeah and she really wanted to start therapy so she found it was basically a free service for POC to find POC who needed help yeah so it's a really so it's more like you understand the background you have similar upbringings you can see like it, there's yeah. more connection there and it was I think for her it was really helpful because yeah that had already been established you know yeah yeah and also like um i mean yeah for for me with better help it was really great because like when you're setting up your account i guess your profile it it's very granular like the process the application process so they will ask you you know like do you prefer to um have a therapist of color have a therapist who is um part of the lgbtq plus community Mm, male or female male or female like you know just so you can feel as as comfortable as possible yeah and yeah like i really like my therapist um i mean i probably (laughs) i know this is also a thing that is on tiktok and like on social media like when you're when you you think your therapist is your friend (laughs) and you're like hey i remember once after your therapy session you were like i felt so validated when she laughed at my joke yeah (laughs) i was like oh my god oh my god bestie bestie breakthrough shout out to her (laughs) um and she's probably like okay (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) a next client um but yeah so like there are it, it's a difficult process and I've mm. had friends people that I know who've really struggled to get the right help that they need and it's taken them very long to to actually get that you know validation that they needed mm. I um, also think uh like before you started therapy I, I remember bringing it up to you and you were like, oh, like, umming and eyeing about it. Yeah. So there was a lot of stigma in your own mind before you started as well. Yeah, It's yeah. not just finances. There's obviously, like, other factors. Oh, 100%. And, yeah, like you said, you have to be ready for it. Because um, mm. it is, it's quite an, a, a, I guess, it can feel like quite an invasive process. Yeah. And, y- you know, you have to... You have to be mentally prepared for that because it can it can feel like a lot, and especially you, if you know where your traumas started or like where yeah, they came from. Yeah, it's kind of like oh great, I need to like air out all of my shit. <laughs> yeah, and if you're not ready for that, then... yeah, yeah, and like also it's just uh, I was talking to a friend and I remember when I first, uh, I guess like received my diagnosis but not really but it was like um the the (laughs) the question was put there right like oh you might have this you could have this it sounds like you share similarities yeah uh, you know you have these characteristics and um I reached out to my one of my friends because I know that she has a similar uh diagnosis and um Mm. yeah but she's been living with it for a while yeah Yeah. she's been living with it for a while and on top of that she's had other things yeah (laughs) yeah she's like i feel like i'm discovering new you know 
uh, issues every single day <laughs> and I'm collecting them like Pokemon. Um, and I remember telling her and I, I, for the longest time, I felt so like nervous to tell her in particular because I felt like almost like imposter syndrome. Oh. Like I was like, oh no, she's had it for way longer. And I don't want her to think that I'm just you know, jumping on the bandwagon and blah, 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 which is so stupid. But, it is, you know, yeah. It's where your mind goes. And I remember her, like, being like, look, like, it's very, very common to feel imposter syndrome when you first receive a diagnosis. Mm. And you are going to feel like, oh, no, I, it's not me. Like, I don't think so. Like, maybe I'm making it up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, maybe it's all in my head. Oh, I've made my therapist think I'm mentally ill. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, she was just like really open about it and was like, look, like, it's hard. And there's always going to be a part of you that is kind of in denial and like making you think that you don't need help or you're just making it up and you're not that, it's not that severe for you. Mm. And that can be another like barrier to to yeah. seeking help because I know for me, the longest time I kept on being like, I don't think I'm depressed though. I, I don't, it's not that bad. I have my down days, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not that bad. It's not like, bad. Everyone like, gets sad. Everyone gets sad. Everyone has a cry. You know, it's fine. It's cool. Whereas, you know, the frequency of you crying and, you know, being sad was like all the time. All the time. And <laughs> yeah. then it escalated and it obviously like got to a point where I was, you know, harming myself and that wasn't good. Mm. That's not normal behavior. I think so. also after a while, you you want the answers. Yeah. Because you're just like... Tired. Yeah. I mean, it does wear you, that, it does wear you down. And also, you, you must just be like... I would hate to have that confusion. Yeah. And be like, oh, why is this happening? This is so irritating, but I can't stop it. I can't do anything about it. Like, yeah. I'm trying, but it's my way of trying isn't working. So what's yeah. up? You know, I guess you do get to a point where you're like, you're confused, you're tired. Mm. Let's like, like just sort I it. I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> tell me why. Um, <laughs> And I remember why. like, <laughs> tell <Sorry>. me why. <laughs> I remember like having a conversation with someone and um, a mental, like mental health. And, you know, they were basically like, oh, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And I'm like, I know, but you could. You could get on the waiting list now. And then, you know, say six weeks down the line, if you've gotten a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. At least there's something there that you know is yeah, coming up. Yeah. And like, you know, they were like, I think I might have this. I might have this. I don't know. Like, what do you think? And I'm like. I'm not a professional. Honey. I'm not a professional. I can maybe, you know, say like, yeah, we've. Oh, uh, these characteristics are similar to someone with this. Yeah, like know. I, yeah, I feel those, those two, but also I deal with them in a completely different way. Yeah. I basically said, you know, um, if you, if you're serious about like trying to seek help and trying to understand what it is that's going on with you, like, Number one, if you're going through the NHS, you really need to prepare yourself because it is such an invasive process. Mm. And it is very, like, matter of fact. Like, I remember I was a bit like, whoa, when they started asking me all these questions and I was kind of like, oh, oh, uh, and, like, it can feel overwhelming. And I'm like, look, you need to prepare for that. And, you know, and they were like, oh, but I don't really feel like, do you feel like this? Because I feel like this. And I was like, okay, well, 
being real with you, uh, yeah, I had to tell them all this shit. Like, they would ask you questions. Point, point blank. Point yeah. blank. When, when was the last time you wanted to, you know, kill yourself? When, how? When, what, who, how? And I'm just Is it there. planned? Show me the, show me the dates. Yeah, show me the what, diary. What, what date? Have you written it down? Have you sorted your finances? And it's like, well, I haven't even thought about that. Mm. And that in itself leads to another thing because then they were like, okay, it's not the urge. It's this ideation that you have, mm. which could be something else. So it is like, oh my God. There's a lot of nuance and a lot of hoops they yes. need to go yes. through to figure out, to pinpoint exactly which. Yeah. There are there are so many <laughs> like health illnesses out there that is just, you know, physically there's a ton of shit out there, but mentally as well, yeah. trying to figure out what's what must be an absolute. But also it's like constantly evolving and new, yeah. like new discoveries are being made. And mm. like even, so like with BPD, when my therapist mentioned it to me and was, you know, she was saying, I think, you know, going forward, we're going to be trying this type of therapy because you exhibit a lot of characteristics of someone who has BPD. Mm. And she would list them out. And she was like, uh, tell me which ones do you feel like really resonate resonate or describe you? And as she was going through the list, I was like, oh my God, like what <laughs> the fuck? And she mentioned, she was like, you know, it's a very commonly misdiagnosed um mental illness mm. it's you know people often misdiagnose it as just general depression general anxiety, anxiety. Yeah. um sometimes people go to the extremes where they're like it could be bipolar but then she was like mm. but bipolar is, is different it's different it's a personality disorder but it's very different it's you know your states of depression last for months and then your highs are again for months whereas with bpd it can be in a matter of an hour which is why it's so difficult to pinpoint mm. and to un to fully like understand and even within that there are so many variations of bpd like you yeah. could be a quiet uh like you could have quiet bpd or you could have another like rage bpd it's so like fucking nuanced as he said mm. And yet, and yet, social media, look, I I think it's a blessing and a curse because <laughs> in many ways, social media is great. Um, but also, I feel like, especially with our generation, and not to sound like a dinosaur. No, I wouldn't say, I say it's more Gen Z. Yeah, it is more Gen Z, but I don't want to sound like a dinosaur being like, oh, all these people think mental health nowadays. And it's like, no, I mean, I think it's very valid, but it has blown up to be like this. It, it's like trendy to be mentally <laughs> ill and it's not. Because living with it is very different to yeah. how it's being shown. Like, it's not just a meme. Like, yeah, it's funny sometimes. I like, mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's really funny and comforting when we're together having a really shit day. Yeah. And we're like, fuck, I'm just gonna kill myself. Yeah. Like, we we throw that. I mean, it's not for everyone, obviously. But we do throw that around a lot because I know I can't do that with other people. Yeah, if yeah. I, if I leave this flat, I'm not gonna be saying that shit out loud because yeah. people would 
take it seriously. And it's like, no, la, la, la. I say it with my mate because we are both mentally ill. We obviously both have some sort of suicide ideation. But now we're both in a place where we can actually make fun of it. We know we have these issues, but we're not going to act on them and we can make fun of it. What's yeah. The, also, what's the point of being like mentally ill if we can't take the piss? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> like I feel like that's a given. You know, but I'm already sad. Like, yeah, let me let have me, a laugh. Let me have a laugh once in a while. <laughs> this but, is how I cope, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, like, you know, it. like you said, it builds this community of like people who really relate to it, which is mm. great. And like, it is comforting. And it's funny. It's funny once in a while. But I think where it borderlines on like eek, that's cringe. A bit, that's <laughs> cringe and also really irresponsible is when people take it too seriously and then start to self-diagnose to the point where I self-diagnose seen... or give quote unquote advice. Yeah. Like they come in hand uh in like hand to hand a lot. Um I don't know what it is. like I always see really young people, like younger than me. Yeah you know, like teens or early 20s, you know, people talking about, oh, like, oh, what you should do if you're feeling a type of way or how to Mm. deal with this. And I'm like, what would you know, bitch? Like with all, (laughs) with all due respect, what the fuck would you know? Yeah. Like you, your whole account is just built on like giving advice and shit. But do you have any of these symptoms? And also it's vague. Even if you did have, if you did have those symptoms, they're very personal to you like you can't you cannot like advise someone who has depression and is feeling like okay I am gonna kill myself tomorrow and Mm. just be like hey drink some herbal tea I mean you know you should sleep your eight hours like fuck off Becky yeah (laughs) go go to the gym like it really works and I'm like look not for everyone it's not gonna work for everyone you cannot give like general fucking advice it just it's not it yeah I mean I know so that kind of advice I'm like okay look I get where you're coming from because it's very like if you don't have the basics down it Mm. can you know spin out the rest of your behaviors yeah like like I'm not gonna lie like (laughs) a lot of it does come down to those those basic essentials like sleep Mm, mm. uh, dietary like all of that stuff exercise Uh, yeah it will have an effect but you can't just use that you can't just paint this brush and say ah yes this will solve your entire depression or you know what you're gonna wake up in two weeks time because you've been taking vitamins every day you're gonna be feeling so much better yeah and it's like oh my god take your b12 oh (laughs) my god like mom i love you but taking vitamin d3 isn't gonna magically make me feel better oh okay my <laughs> like my parents they love they love to drive the home they're like you know especially because you're vegan oh my god yeah same you know you're probably more prone to feeling like this that's why you're tired all the time and i was like no no it's literally my brain has a chemical imbalance yeah like there's there's a bit more to it also i know we're part of the same family whatever but we have very very different life experiences Mm. we were grow we grew up in very different generations with very different types of people around us and what was available to us Mm. you know there's a lot there's a lot of difference and i know that 
parents or older generations like to be like, yeah, but I'm wiser and I've lived, I have more life experience. I'm like, yeah, more but life experience relatable. to help. Yeah, yeah to, to help, help them. You, not us. Yeah, we can't take that life experience. Oh my God, it's like, um, just to give you like a very <laughs> vague example. Um, I remember like one summer during uni, I think it was, I was trying to find a job when I came back, came back home. Mm. and I was like sending out all these CVs and shit online <laughs> and, and I remember my dad like made a comment like you know I found a job because I was like going to oh places my and God. giving my CV yeah. like you know like to everywhere like three times a day or whatever and I'm here like I remember going to places and handing out a physical CV and they wouldn't even take it because they said it was all online yeah yeah and if they don't reply to you that's just a given like they're not required to reply to you to say you got it or you didn't you know Mm -hmm. so you're just left hanging and it's like that's that's the kind of world we live in now so your idea of getting a job is very different is very different different. you know your idea of what needs to be on a cv is going to be very different to what i need to put on a cv even like yeah yeah I mean, it it even varies from, like, person to person. Like, my CV looks very different to your CV. Oh, yeah, 100. The way we format it is very Mm. different because we work in different industries. But, uh, like, they don't seem to get that. They're like, you just got to put it. And I'm like, no. And it's like, look, so bringing it back to mental health, when you're... I don't know, I think you've had this, but like, you know, when your parents are like, but we gave you a roof, we gave you food, you never... Maybe it's not enough, mom. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, look, yes, I did, you know, you tried your best and I I completely... Yeah. Like, I can see that and, you know, all of this, but sometimes it's not to do with you. Sometimes it's to do with my brain. Also, like, look, like, the, the human brain is very impressionable like the way you digest information is you know very different from person to person mm. and the smallest thing could have a lifetime impact on you, you yeah know? Like, like for you it was a casual tuesday for me it was like vietnam yeah you know <laughs> it's totally different and you can't you can't there's the way you act on it yeah can be changed or yeah. you know can be or how you process suited. and deal with it yeah but yeah like i i see these tiktoks and it really irks me because i'm kind of like to an extent haha funny yeah scroll next mm. but then the other side of the coin is i'm worried about losing my job because i am the my mental health is severely impacting my life yeah and then it starts spiraling like oh, if i lose my job you know i'm not gonna have any money then i have to like move back home and then i just want to kill myself yeah yeah uh, you know that's not it's not helpful but in that moment what are you so like obviously you're you know going to therapy and trying to get help and all of this but there will be intrusive thoughts oh, there yeah. will be spirals oh 100% and it doesn't help when you go on online and then someone's like but you know like i think you're you're not the toxic one everyone else is <laughs> and it's like no, <laughs> no. honey bethany honey. bethany stop like <laughs> please stop. stop but yeah like i'm not going to lie you just know when someone's been on TikTok for too long. Go. And they start throwing out. Keywords. Keywords. It's the keywords. And it's like, look, these are huge, 
huge words, right? You're talking about gaslighting. You're talking manipulation. about manipulation, invalidation. You know, toxic. Like these are not umbrella terms. These are really severe.、Mm. Um, and if you feel them, fine. But、I'll、try and understand. Like you need to dissect it. You can't just be like, "Well, this is toxic." So fuck you. Yeah, but like, what about it is? Or like, did someone say something to you in a malicious way and knew that it was gonna hurt you, and that's why they did it? And- yeah, you have to have some like retrospect on it. Like, take a step back. What about identify? Okay, this is this is proper therapy talk, but this is <laughs> something that my therapist told me. Um, yes, not free for, tips. Free, free tips. tips. <laughs>、um, not that it will work for everyone, but just as a general thing, when this is specifically for people who feel like they're being personally attacked, and I'm someone that definitely rides that boat. I'm always like, why me? <laughs> and it's like, is it was it really personal, or did that other person just have a shitty day? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. There's other it, factors, and it's like, okay. Identify what happened, describe it, then validate your feelings, because you shouldn't invalidate them. You, if you felt upset, you felt upset. You can't help that, right? It was in the moment. That's how it played out. That's how it played out. But then try and think about okay, what is the most reasonable thing to do, and like what what actually happened when you describe something point blank. It really helps to like almost like put things into perspective. Because,、mm. for instance, if me and Nomi had an argument, right? Yeah, and I'm like, I feel so sad. Like, why would she say this to me? And then it's like, okay, number one, we had a fight. Number two, I felt sad because I don't like having fights.、Mm. Number three, why did we have the fight? What was the basis of the fight? What happened? What was said? And what could have been like on my part taken out of context? And it's like you you think about we had a fight because I didn't load the dishwasher, and that you know angered Nomi because she was like load the dishwasher. <laughs> And I didn't, and I forgot, and that's what happened, you know. And then you kind of be like, right. So you try and understand their perspective, yeah. And you're like, they were angry because they told you to do something.、Yeah. Fair enough, you forgot. Oh,、uh, you do, you do, 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 do. You do do this thing though that if we get into an argument, I think, like personally, I'm just like, oh, we'll get over it. It's just a little tiff. But then Wombat will go away and spiral in our own head and be like, "That's it. That's the end of the friendship." <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, step back. That's obviously not the case. Yeah, you know, like I'm always like, "Do you still want to be my friend?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm there, like, duh. Like, why would that's so silly? Why would we stop over? Like, you know, we've been friends for so long now that I mean, we obviously get along. We're both reasonable people. Yeah. So what? So for us, imagine we had like a fight over. Yeah. Say say a dishwasher thing. Yeah. To me, I would be like, that is the dumbest fucking shit. Yeah. And I would be like, there's no way 
a friendship would end over over something like that. Yeah, in retrospect, right? Like yeah, when you exactly. step back, you're like, oh, it was stupid. Like yeah. it's housemate shit. Like that happens. Yeah. And like it's it, then like afterwards you talk to the person and mm. then you air your side, they air their side, and then you come to an agreement and like a solution for next yeah. time. Or whatever. That's it's how, really not that deep. It's not that deep. That's yeah, but how, I'm not about to sit here and go, you're toxic because you always invalidate my feelings by never doing the thing you say you're always gonna do it but you don't like I'm not gonna sit here and do that because it's not that deep yeah and like I know like people get triggered when it's like it's not that deep though but sometimes it's it's really really not not that that deep deep. (laughs) and I'm kind of like I think like it it genuinely does come with I don't want to say like maturity adulting because I I don't uh, because my I, parents can still be very oh, emotionally immature. 100%. But I do think yeah, it also depends where you are in life. Like yeah. if you're at school yeah. and you're having issues with people, yeah, that seems like a super big deal. And, yeah. you know, we've been there. Like I I have been there. Um, But at the end of the day, once you have a job, you're paying bills, you have responsibilities mm. and it's not just you. Yeah. You know, that's that's when it becomes, I would say, a bit more of a big deal than like, say, oh, you fell out with your best friend that you knew since like you were toddlers. And even though you're in like year seven. Yeah. It's girl, I'm telling you right now. It's chill. It's chill. And also you can, yeah, like you have to put things into perspective. And it's almost like, imagine (laughs) I'm literally like, I'm doing the thing that I I'm basically criticizing, but (laughs) bear with me. But like my therapist says this thing and I just find it a really helpful analogy, but like, and it sounds really basic because it's like, but like, imagine you have a plate in front of you and like all the things that that's bothering you, right? Mm. So it's like work, you had an argument with your mate, um you're feeling stressed because you're not getting enough sleep blah 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 blah. yeah your parents are annoying you your parents are annoying you and then you can like slowly start to see like what is the most important pressing thing right now like what is gonna have real life consequences yeah so work for me would be a massive one i'm like i can't fucking keep dealing with this in the way i have because it's gonna impact work and then yeah I've got bills to pay, bitch. Like, yeah. I haven't got time for that. So that goes in the priority section. Mm. Plus, and then like, you can- say, especially with work as well, like, even if, say, you do lose your job and mm. say you have to move back home. Yeah. Obviously, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But personally, if that were to happen to me, I would feel a bit like, oh, I failed. Like, I wasn't able to keep up. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be, it made, it would make me feel like I wouldn't be able to take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, at our age, I kind of think once you're out of the house, like there there should be a, a will to want to sustain that, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. But also I think like we're, as like a generation, we're so hard on ourselves. Like- uh, Yeah, true. It's like literally talking to my sister and she's got this like grind 24 hour, 24 seven She's mentality. insane though. She's insane. She's insane. Um, like talk about work ethic your sister's off the charts yeah (laughs) right but it really it it kind of sucks listening to her being like oh if i lose if i quit you know it's like a failure because i couldn't handle it and i'm like no no self-care is not failure 
No. And sometimes like, you do need to step back because if you're working around the clock with no breaks and you're starting to get burnt out but don't want to admit it and it starts to affect your personal life, girl, that is that that's not a failure. That is you need to cut that shit off. If you can, obviously I'm not going to be here like, yeah, quit your job and, you yeah. know, don't have anything lined up or no savings like Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to be realistic. Yeah. But but also there are so many jobs out there. Yeah, I think it's just like, yeah, how you frame things. But oh, it's just for me, it's like seeing these TikToks and you just know, like, number one, like, I think about how fucking impressionable I was, like, mm. what, like five years ago. And, or maybe a bit more, let's say 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, 10, 10 years, years ago, years for sure. ago, I was so fucking impressionable. Like, everything was like the world to me. And if I was seeing the kind of content that I'm seeing now, like 100%, I would probably be like, you know what? Yes, I have I have X, Y, Z. Mm. I don't need, and I, I've even heard people talk about, oh, you know, you don't need professional. Uh, oh, self-diagnosis. Self-diagnosis is like really important because you recognize no one knows yourself more than you. And I'm like, uh-huh. I, I get that. And y- yes, but also you should get a second opinion you should get a second opinion and what like again like okay self-diagnosis you have you've diagnosed yourself as x what are you gonna do now like are you gonna go to the doctors and be like i want this medication they're gonna be like why do you think you need this medication Mm. because taking meds is another huge step Uh, definitely and it's like it changes a lot. It changes mm. a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I first started taking antidepressants, I felt like for the first two weeks, Ooh. Mm. Bruh, I was like, I couldn't stay awake. I was literally oh, like- Oh, same. I was constant. I would like get knocked the fuck out and just sleep all the time. Felt like shit. Felt like utter shit. And yeah. then going to work and I just knew I looked like shit. Every time someone would ask me something, I'm just like, oh, just Your shut. brain doesn't work. Yeah, I'm just oh. like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I just don't care about this press release right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad and I'm taking these medications. It's not making me feel better. But yeah, that's a huge thing that changes your body. And if you, you know self-diagnose yourself and then start taking meds for stuff that you don't really understand like that can be really detrimental Mm. and that can be really bad say say for example you go to the doctor and they do give you the meds that you've asked for whatever what if what because it's so because mental health is so nuanced what if you misdiagnose yourself like doctors can misdiagnose so chances are you can do it to yourself yeah and say actually fucks you up more because but that's why you have like a constant review like they review the medication you're on they ask you like how how are you coping with the medication Mm. is it working 
do we need to up the dosage? We can't change your medication until we've tried the highest dosage. Yeah, or like, can you wean yourself off of it? Are you in a good place now? Do you have other coping mechanisms that you don't rely on medication? There are so many things. There's so many factors. They'll be like, what's your support system like? Like, where are you financially? Like, it is, it's a lot. It's a thorough, thorough process. Yeah, and And how are you supposed to get that through a seven-second video? Honestly... It's like sometimes I, I've been sent videos where it's like, oh, five things. Um, let me know if you have these five things of ADHD or whatever. And I'm just there like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. I ramble a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm I'm indecisive. Like, <laughs> but they're so broad. Like, they are so broad. That's and- so broad. And then you've got, lo- it's so generalist. And anyone, like, that's everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's most people. And I can't remember. So I've been trying to get Nomi to watch Girl Interrupted for the longest time. <laughs> I just find it so, uh, it feels so fucking real. And also, it's like based on an actual book like an autobiography about yeah. a woman in the 50s who was diagnosed with bpd Ooh. and like her experiences like obviously medicine has has massively oh yes oh you know, yes <laughs> progressed since then and she was in a psych ward whereas Fucking nowadays you wouldn't be in a psych ward for jesus BPD no, yeah. or depression or whatever um and there's like a bit where <laughs> the all the all the um patients they like sneak into the therapist's office to read their files oh and um there's a bit where winona Ryder's character is reading her file and she's like borderline personality disorder and then finds a book and like about all the conditions whatever and is reading a description and she's like oh wow that's me and Angelina Jolie's character is like, that's everybody. And oh! it's like, honestly, it's so, it's, you know, you can't encapsulate, you can't just like categorize someone with like the most broadest of terms yeah. and then call it a day and be like, yep, yeah, you've got fucking autism. It's <laughs> like, no, you need to, you, especially stuff like, there's like differences. There's personality disorders. There's behavioral disorders. Mm. And if it's behavioral disorders, you will need to be examined for that shit. Because yeah. that's very much linked to the brain. Oh, yeah. And also, it's just, I know that it can be incredibly invalidating when you have professionals being like, no, oh, there's nothing yeah, wrong that's with a good you. Point. Yeah. Especially when it comes to things like, there are like illnesses, disorders, whatever, that are not. Uh, typically diagnosed in young girls or mm. so like or recognized or, in yeah young girls. so like adhd i think autism is another one yeah women yeah. you know later on in life tend to get the diagnosis and then they feel so validated because they're like i knew there was something but everyone said it was normal and i knew it wasn't but mm. now i get it now i understand yeah you know i understand everything and my behavior and how my brain works just because of this one diagnosis so i do get that it's like yeah self-diagnose okay it can help but uh, i don't know i would also say definitely get professional yeah because i feel you like need, you can't just rely on yourself like yeah. girl if i was to rely on myself for every little thing no no my brain is stupid 
Yeah. I'm stupid. You know, people have characteristics like impulsivity and things like that. It's like, what, are you just gonna oh yes let me buy a car when in reality you don't need a car because you work and live in london yeah like, like it's shit like that where it's like even in my personal life so like oh oh say i'm having an issue with someone mm. and i go to you girl you know i had an argument with my other mate and like am i in the wrong are they in the wrong like can you just like help me out here and like mm. you lay it out and then say you were like oh girl you shouldn't have said that but also they shouldn't have said this and it's like okay so i ain't i'm not crazy Mm -mm. you know i'm getting multiple opinions yeah i see i see where i went wrong but also they were being a bit of a dick as well like not everything is so white and black honestly and it's like it's um i think that is really important like the fact that it can feel super invalidating and i've Mm. spoken i've I've had this conversation with loads of people where they've been like, I fucking hate going to the doctors and telling yeah. them something. And they're like, are you on your, uh, kid you put, is it your period? Oh my God. Are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? Like, no, I'm just a woman. I'm not a fucking baby making factory. Stop asking me. Maybe right? there are some other issues at play, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and like it, it can, it's exhausting and it's yeah. frustrating, but I genuinely feel like a part of it is like, yeah if you are going to self-diagnose i think follow up with that like oh 100 you know, again you know what is going on with you you yeah. know something's not right and then i would just take that further and be like i need professional advice on yeah. this because if you think you're being invalidated by a doctor get a second opinion yeah. like you don't have to stick with one doctor or one gp or, or whatever one person's it is opinion yeah and also like another really important thing is like i feel like people who think that they've they've you know have a specific disorder or illness they will then rely on the opinion of other people with those opinion of the who share those uh same disorders Mm. and again they if that that person was to be like turn around and be like "Mm, i don't think you have autism or i don't think you have adhd yeah because they're like, I have it and I don't recognize those things in you. That's invalidating. And then it, it shuts you down. And then you're like, I don't want to ask anyone. I'm just going to. Oh, I'm being on. stupid. I'm being stupid. I'm yeah. just going to like go back to TikTok and just fucking diagnose myself and just stay mm. there in my little bubble. But that's yeah. not helpful in the no. long term. Like, especially if you genuinely feel like you've got something's up. Mm seek it out my guy yeah. honestly i think that's the best way yeah like it. our mutual friend she um but she was fighting doctors for years and not just her but like her mum was going with her to these appointments like something is wrong what is happening mm. we're doing tests and we're not getting any answers everything is normal but it's not normal Mm-mm. my daughter hasn't been doing you know this is recent something's up something's happening um and it's like, oh no, I remember she told us that one doctor had said, oh no, she's just pretending to faint so she can get out of school because she's lazy. Fuck. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, my dude? Yeah. She literally like, she can't go to restaurants because smells will like make her sick. Yeah. Or like she faints a lot. Yeah. Or like, what? Like, do you think that is normal? But this is the thing though. And then it, she like stuck on it. And both her and her mom stuck on it. And they're oh, like, nah, we're going to yeah. get as many opinions as we need until we finally figure out what the fuck is going on. And they did. And they did. Yeah. Again, like similarly, my friend who I mentioned, 
that I reached out to initially when I, I got my kind of diagnosis, she was like, she was like, look, I still to this day don't understand what I have. Like, mm. I've only recently discovered that I might also have OCD on top of everything. Oh, my God. And she's like, it it's evolving. And yeah. it, you know, chances are if you have one disorder, you're likely to have another mm. one because or they're very much interlinked. Yeah. Or, uh, say, depression and anxiety can be a symptom yeah. of... Uh, like another disorder yeah yeah so you can it is oh my oh my god it really is like fucking pokemon catch them all because you realize you have one thing but then you get professional help and they're like actually the thing you think you have is actually a symptom of this issue yeah it's like uno reverse card and you're there like what what the fuck wait i i just thought i was depressed yeah no like i just have to say how are you gonna be making advice or content or whatever about mental health whilst also doing a dance i just find that so funny oh it's yeah it's just like and then they'll just have like (laughs) if you've got ptsd this is what you got and it's like pointing to like different yeah yeah i'm just here like bro you stood in front of a camera and did that in your spare time you really did that and it's like my guy like i i feel like they're there's like this weird line where I, like I said, we talk about, we, we, we throw it out there quite flippantly. Like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> like at any inconvenience. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I, my fucking, I tripped. Oh, I'll just kill myself then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have said that. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but also it's, yeah. But there's like this fine line, I feel like. I, I, I genuinely feel like sometimes people overshare on socials and i feel like sometimes those things are private like when you're joking about things like that it's Mm. private it's a shared thing have some uh spatial awareness yeah know your audience you know because i i genuinely feel like you know that type of content like it's funny it's relatable and you'll reach people who understand that like we share memes with each other all the time Mm. about that but then also it kind of trivializes it I think it trivializes it for the younger people because with us, we know our issues. We know our yeah. trauma. You know, we've got to a point in our lives where it's like, look, we have it. We have to deal with it. Yeah. It, it's just life, you know? But if you start making this stuff and people who are young and they, they're, they don't have illnesses and, or, yeah. you know, they want to self diagnose. It's it's very different from when you're starting off in your journey because I know, well, I think it was the same with you actually. You know, when you started having these issues, mm. God, I was so secretive. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like no one can know about this. No one can know I'm, you know, quote unquote, fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, because that's how you feel. You feel fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's like no, actually, a lot more people have it than you think, but. That came with time. I'm more than comfortable saying, lol, I'm going to kill myself to you. Because we've we've been through it. Like, we've now we've lived with it for a while that it's like, look, this is my life. <laughs> mm. It's not going to go away, but I can 100% manage it or find a way to manage. And I think younger people seeing stuff online that's lol funny, yeah, um... 
it probably does trivialize a lot if it's something they've not encountered before or they're like seeing it everywhere and it's like the new trend like mental health isn't a trend my dudes (laughs) yeah yeah and tiktok is spreading the idea that you shouldn't touch it one bit and that is and that it makes you who you are and that is quite misleading and i totally agree with that in Mm. a way because it is this idea of where you're like it's okay that you're mentally ill like yes love yourself yeah no i know it's okay to be mentally ill yeah it doesn't mean i want to keep thinking these intrusive thoughts that i should do something to myself but also it's like it's not sustainable because there are really not there are days where i can't go into work and it's like fair enough Like, like it's debilitating it is debilitating and it doesn't help but also i can't then keep a job if i'm gonna continue to do that and it's like you need to find ways to cope with that Mm. other ways that aren't going to affect your day-to-day life because yeah 100% it's you know what what happens if I lose my job because of this like irregular behavior is and then I'm gonna be even more depressed yeah Yeah. (laughs) because I lost my job and I can't keep a job and it's that's and then and then you just have feelings of guilt and failure and then you start you know in your own head like oh I'm worthless useless I can't do anything and And that leads to even more severe issues and it's just like look that that is not like it's not the way I have enough self-hatred as it is I do not need to have evidence for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, don't need, I don't need people telling me like, you're right. <laughs> you're right to hate yourself. There's been so many great steps forward being made in the mental health like field. discourse. Mm. Yeah, field. Um, but there's so much more to go. And I, I genuinely feel like 100%. a seven second video is not going to be able to capture that to the best yeah, I'm sorry way. to break it to you, um, but your content isn't groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And on that note. <laughs> There's obviously a wider conversation. This is a discussion. It's not a one-way street. Yeah, this and isn't us. Like, we're, yeah. not, we're not saying anything. It's different for everyone. The yeah. way we deal with our like mental illness and stuff like the way that, we process it yeah you know that is going to be defined by our generation our culture you know the people we've been around so it is probably going to be very different for someone else you know across the world yeah i think you know there's there's no shame in like don't feel like you're being judged by you know if you do use tiktok like to understand things a little bit better because hey it's how if it's helpful then that's great i think it's just it could also be a gateway to actually getting answers yeah exactly i think just don't use it as a lifeline because again because it's such a nuanced topic and and issue i genuinely genuinely feel like it it needs to go beyond that oh yeah i mean if the experts you know are saying we still need more funding we still need to learn way more Mm. it's only fair to assume that those who aren't experts and who live with these things also need to learn more yeah because look it's changing and i'm constantly learning new things about myself um and yeah i mean if you can get therapy that's great but if not 
like we said. There are services out there. Yeah, there are services out there. And also there are there are forums, there are organizations that mm. are willing to put you in touch with the right people. Um, and yeah, like whatever, TikTok could be helpful in the first step of trying to recognize something, but then you go beyond that and then try and get like more opinions and try and get more guidance i think yeah. it's really important uh yeah so that was another episode of really bitch i hope you guys enjoyed it and join us next week to listen to what has a saying really bitch bye bitch bitch What is going? Is it like Tokyo Drift up in here? Honestly, vroom vroom, <laughs> vroom vroom out of my face. <laughs> Honestly.